This week's story comes in the form of a poem, and I will Ooh. tell you the context afterwards so you don't think like a therapist made me make this to release some trauma. <laughs> it's called The Pervitologist. Here we go. Not only am I white, making the sun my enemy, but I have bright red hair and skin cancer runs in the family. <laughs> so once every year, a dermatologist inspects me for moles and rashes or anything sketchy. I'm new to this doctor, but he's old as hell. He's gross and creepy with a terrible smell. <laughs> it's time for my appointment. He enters the room. He asks me to undress. I do so with gloom, but I leave on my briefs and there's nothing there that's tainted. When it comes to that area, I'm quite well acquainted. He only needs to check the spots I can't see, like my neck, my scalp, not my pee-pee. I'm standing up as he scans my back. His latex fingers approach my crack. Before I can realize what's even happening, his fingers in my butt and I start panicking. My cheeks just clench. How did he what get there? The if he was slower, I would have stopped him. I swear it. I swear. Whoa. But it's too late. His hand's in my ass. I'm freaking out. It all just happened so fast. But then I realize... He's talking to me. Relax, he cries out, trying to pull himself free. I loosen my grip to his satisfaction. Can you be mad at me? It was just a reaction. I pull up my pants and meet my mom outside. She asks how it went. I swallow my pride. That doctor touched my ass. I scream in the car. Never going again. He took it too far. So that's the time I got molested by a dermatologist. <laughs> My name's Kurt. <laughs> I'm Jason. <laughs> and you're listening to Bird What Bones. the fuck? What do you want to know more? More context to the story or um, why it's a poem? Why is it a poem? Good question. Um, I think it was about four <laughs> years ago I wrote it. I had this idea. Okay, basically, I wanted to get verified on Instagram. And this is before, like, you could just buy verification. Because I know you can do it on Twitter. I think you can do it on Instagram. Mm -hmm. But basically, like... Being verified on Instagram was like kind of like a cool thing. And I thought it'd be funny to do it. And I saw, I was researching it. I saw this video and he's like, there's two ways to be uh, verified on Instagram. Be in a bunch of news articles, like do something newsworthy or like write a best-selling novel. And it's a lot easier to write a best-selling novel than you think. Like the guy says like why every single book is called like, uh, what's that big thing? Times New... New York Times bestseller. Yeah, not Times New Roman. Yeah, New York Times <laughs> bestseller. There's actually an easier way to do that by posting a book in a very niche category. It's this whole thing. It's like, I'm going to write a poetry book because that's fucking easy. And I was like, what's the poetry? And I was like, I'm going to write a Dr. Seuss story. I love telling stories. If you can't tell, Jason, we have a storytelling yeah. podcast. So I've always loved doing this. So I was like, I'm going to tell all my favorite stories through poems. That was the first one. There was a couple other ones that are not as funny. That was the most fleshed out one. I think I took my most pride in Bro. the dermatologist, the pervitologist. <laughs> I Pretty good? I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> You're all good at my notes. <laughs> I did leave you off on a hard one. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. Um, what I write down. Shout out to our Latvia listeners. There's not a week that goes by. There are three people in Latvia that listen every week and have not missed an episode. Shout out out there. Where is Latvia? It's a good question. When I when it shows me up on the website, it kind of just puts it like in Europe, I think. It's a tinier country. No disrespect. Oh, this place is beautiful, dude. Damn right. It is Latvia. They got the most beautiful listeners. It's a country in Europe. Oh. Yo. What's the main language? Don't know. If it's not English, I don't know it. Oh, the official language is Latvian. Oh, I don't know why I thought it was going to be like Spanish or German. I don't know things. Thank you so much for listening, unless you're someone who left their NordVPN on. Anyways, away from Latvia. Sorry, Latvia. So I had a dream last night, and it involved you. Yeah? What was it, bitch? I won't lie. The ending of this dream 
was so funny and so good that I I woke up and I don't remember much else of the beginning. Mm-hmm. But basically, me and you were starring in a 70s action comedy movie. Oh, fuck yes. This is I think this is my dream too. So... Like, I'm living this out in first person, and it's like, I know we're filming a movie, but there's no cameras or anything. Like, we're just living the action comedy movie. Okay. I don't know if we're the good guys or the bad guys. I think we're the good guys, because I think we're good guys. I think we're good guys. I want to think that we're the good guys. We're getting chased by the bad guys. Okay. And they've outnumbered us. This is like the climax (laughs) of the movie. This is the peak. And we're being chased, like we're running on foot and they're chasing us like in hordes of people. And also like they have cars that they're chasing us with and we're running on foot and we end up at the top of a skyscraper and we're like looking down over and they're like, this is the end. And dude, this whole epic fight scene ensues (laughs) and we're fighting off probably Latvians. We're fighting (laughs) off these Latvians and... Dude, they're like falling <laughs> off the building in comical ways and like we're just tossing them off the roof. And then like we get pinned down to a corner. I'm like, Curtis, it was nice knowing you, buddy. And like somehow these people, the bad guys get their cars on top of the skyscraper. <laughs> as, as they do in dreams. Yeah, we're sitting there and their cars like pull around the corner with the door. And I'm like, oh, shit, what are we going to do? And I'm like... I have an idea and I go to save the day. <laughs> so I like sneak up. We're hiding behind like an AC unit of and course. I sneak <laughs> off around the, the corner and I sneak up behind the cars and like they left both in neutral with everybody that we needed to get rid of in them. Nice. Perfect. And I just push on the second car. It runs into the first car and then I push them both off the building and they start <laughs> falling and we both peer over the edge and we just Boom! And a big cloud of smoke and dust comes out. And then, dude, this has to have been inspired by like Blues Brothers or something because out of nowhere, <laughs> hordes of traffic cars just start slamming into the these two cars that fell in the street. Like Blues Brothers, dude, it's like a sixty car pile up in the middle of the city. Just bam, 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 bam. Whoosh! Cars flipping over and exploding out of nowhere. The fucking time machine from Back to the Future, the DeLorean. The DeLorean. The DeLorean <laughs> flashes into existence and shoo, boom! It just runs into all the cars like that. They had just traveled back to our time and it just appears and smashes into the big And I was like, was that the fucking DeLorean? That woke me up because it was so funny to me. And I woke up laughing my ass off. That's funny. I know dreams are weird and how you can just like feel something because like it's it's your own brain making a movie for you to enjoy while you're asleep. But how what gave the vibe that this is a 70s action movie? Dude. Did it have a mustache? Was there bow wow bow wow in the background? It had like that warm vintage like 70s car chase like filter over it. I've never woke up wanting to make a movie more in my life. <laughs> um Next up on the docket, I have a very serious topic. We are the perfect people to address. Oh, really? I grew up in Texas. I moved when I, to California when I was about 16. I didn't drive that much in Texas. I drove my my grandma's Grand Dam for like two weeks. You visited me before in California and you drove a Corvette probably the same amount of time I drove this Grand Dam. And you're from Texas. I don't know if I said that. So you're the Texan driver. I'm the Californian driver. 
I have three distinct things that we need to find the correct answer on because these are three things that I'm that are different between us. You ready? Okay. Starting with this one. When you visited me a, a while ago, you're like, damn, you take the highway everywhere. And I had two things to say to that. I was like, one, it's called the freeway. Two, <laughs> why would I not take it? It's faster. Like, why would I take a street that goes the exact same way? We have freeways everywhere. So is that a freeway or a highway? Out here in Texas, it's called a highway. Son. Life is a highway. Yeah. You proved wrong. The Rascal Flats already did it for you, bro. They didn't say it's called a highway. They said life is a highway. Yeah, I'm saying it's a the, freeway because it's free. No, out here it's called the highway. You can call it whatever you want. All right. I'll put that one as agree to disagree. I'm pretty sure they're interchangeable. Dude, me and my buddy Ryan, we have argued at great <laughs> lengths about the difference between a feeder road and a service road. I don't know any of these things. And we came from like the same what area. What are these things? A, a feeder road? A feeder road is like the road that like feeds onto and out of the highway. What's the point of that? To keep all the traffic off the highway whenever you're like going slow trying to go somewhere. Because like we're out here, everything's more spaced out. And like we'll have a highway with like a bunch of businesses just off the side of the highway. So then they'll have the little feeder slash service road where like it's lower speed. There's turn lanes and stuff. Because if you had all that stuff on the highway, there'd be tons of accidents and people pulling out into the highway before they get up to speed. It's just like a separate road that goes next to the highway with integrated like entrance ramps and exit ramps. Okay, so I think in California, the equivalent of that is that like we don't have a freeway that's not over a city. So you might as well just drive in the city, I guess. We have no purpose for that. But they look so cool. I yeah, think you just Midnight Club LA has something like that. I think there's a road you can have in there. I'm like, that's not in LA. <laughs> you sound like you study this more. I'll give you that one. Life is a highway. And I'm going to ride it. All night long. <laughs> Next up on my, on my docket, these are important things. This is a city council meeting. This is the city of bird bones meeting up to decide <laughs> these things. When you say the number of a freeway, or sorry, a highway, do you put the the before it? Hell no. I know it sounds dumb, but I just can't bring myself to be like, I took 405 here. I just, that doesn't flow off the tongue. Hell I took the 405. No. I took the 101. I took the 118. No, I, for some reason, it works out there, but dude, I can't just say I took the 75 here. That sounds like so 75. Right. No, dude, because 75 goes from like, okay, like your highways, like how far of a distance do they usually cover, like in Los Angeles? I don't ride them till the very end. Um, I'm only on them for a majority of like 15 to 20 miles at a time. Then I hop to another one. Yeah, but like, Maybe hold, 10. On, hold on. I got to like Google. 10 miles. I got to Google a fact really fast. Oh, yeah. Interstate 105? Is that like a popular one? I've never fucking heard of 105. <laughs> That's a radio station. Wait, what's the popular one? Oh, 101. Holy shit. The 101 <laughs> is over 1,500 miles. Okay, I did not know that. I only hop on that to get to the 405. Okay, the 405 is 72 miles. How long is Highway 75? Yeah, Highway 75 is 1,200 miles. So like to say I hopped on the 75, it's like, yeah, I hopped on somewhere in this 1200 mile stretch. I don't know. It just, we don't say that out here. I just, but say, give me your directions. Give me like a generic drive to, to Whataburger. You don't say the, I just, that I, I can't say a thing that I mean like the 118. We don't the 405. hop on highways. To, I mean, there's one highway, it's 75. And then there's like a loop road that goes around Dallas at 635. And it's like, okay. We lived off 75. You want to go to Dallas or around Dallas? It'd be like, okay, take 75, hop on 635, and then exit here. Like, it's there's only two possible roads. You know, your problem is you chose bad numbers. 
What was the number? 635? Yeah, we took the 635. That actually sounds kind of cool. Okay, here's what I think. I think that everything is so much cooler in California that they can just be called the, because it's probably like something scenic. If you don't live there and you go there, it's like, oh shit, this is really cool. 635 looks like you're driving through the middle of Iraq. <laughs> in, like It looks like an active war zone, dude. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I have almost died on 635. I would not ever give it the satisfaction of calling it the 635. That bitch is just a highway that happens to be called 635. I hate that road. Not only like it's been under construction for like 800 years since I've driven on it. It's been under construction. I think they're still building the fucking road. Like I don't think it's ever been finished. Like most of it. There's no shoulders on either side. Like, it's just like a NASCAR track. Everybody goes 100 miles an hour in all the lanes. Like, they randomly divert your lane over. So it's like, you'll be going, and then the lines turn solid, and it's like, all right, you're shifting. And you shift over, like, <laughs> three car widths lane. Like, it just goes whoop, whoop, and you do, like, an S-curve in the middle of They're the highway. They're just making up as they go? I swear to God, it looks like a toddler designed this road network. I'm not even joking. And there was one time where me and Sarah, we were driving home on 635 and we're in the left lane. There was no shoulder and there was some piece of shit Nissan Altima because it's always a Nissan Altima. It is always a Nissan. And it was like dark red, paint faded, bumpers taped on, <laughs> a driver's side mirror is taped on, but the glass is missing. All the window tint is purple and bubbly. You're two descriptors off from Kylie's car, but yeah, keep you going. <laughs> So biggest piece of shit. And I'm like, man, I want to get past that guy because he's going to have a problem and it's going to cause us a problem. Mm -hmm. Like hit one of his tires going to fly off. I have no doubt he does not maintain this piece of shit. So <laughs> I'm speeding up to pass him and I'm in the very left lane. And dude, we get to the only spot on this highway where there is an actual shoulder on the left side of the highway in the median. And as I pass him, this son of a bitch merges into my lane, no signal, no warning, just yoink straight into my lane. And I'm like, oh shit. And I am directly next to him at this point. And Sarah is in the passenger seat. She doesn't even see him, but my brotherly instinct of my little sister being in the passenger seat sees this flying hunk of shit going 90 miles an hour next to me, just start yeeting into my lane. And I'm like, fuck, and I yeet onto the shoulder. And I am driving next to this guy on the shoulder that's about to end. We're on like the one like 200 yard stretch. Can you see what they look like? Are, are they like looking straight ahead? Do they see you or are they just like, la da dee da da? I'm driving and I'm like, what the hell? And I look over and the guy like looks over me and like signals his hand like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, do you, you think on the shoulder? <laughs> Wait, do you think I'm trying to pass you on the shoulder, chief? <laughs> you just ran me off the road. So anyways, I'm never calling it V635. It does not deserve that title. <laughs> That all Not ties to mention, back I to ran over a drive shaft on 635 <laughs> and I had to buy four new tires because it <laughs> ruined all of my tires. That one might be a difference of opinion. I'll give you highway only because Rasco Flats, but the it I think it is a California thing like the San Susana Pass. I, it will, is I will call Californian highways the something because they're all beautiful. They're all cool. Is this a when in Rome rule? Like this only applies to California, but Texas, if I went out there, I'm like the 635, you go watch your fucking mouth. Yeah, I wouldn't give it that level of respect. Okay. I'll give you that one. Next up. This is a big one. And this one, I have to say, I hope I'm not lying. 
But this is like a thing where like uh, people ask you like, oh, you're from Texas. What are some big differences out here and there? And I remember I always told this one because mm-hmm. I have evidence to back it up in case it's just like one person lied to me, but I've seen it too. Okay. So I would just tell people to go like, what's the big difference? And I'm like, you know, Texans don't make lefts on uh, green lights. They have to wait for it to be a green arrow. And they're like, oh, so interesting. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. Cause like I didn't drive. There's like high school people are asking me things. I was trying to get along, you know, icebreakers. Mm. Where are you from Texas? What's the big difference? I'm like, they don't make lefts on greens. I'm probably responsible for half of California thinking this because one cop told it to me. We were talking because we, we were from California. We go out there, we're talking to my Mormon cousins and they're talking about, maybe it was just them. They go like, yeah, don't make lefts on greens. Like that's dangerous. And they had a cop buddy who they were hanging out with at the time. And he's like, well, it's not, cause they thought it was illegal. I think they said like, oh, you know, you're not allowed to make lefts on greens. It's illegal. Mm-hmm. You need a green arrow. And then the cop was like, oh, it's not illegal. It's just highly discouraged. So maybe it's a Mormon highly thing. Highly discouraged. That's what this cop said. In in uh, active duty cops are like, oh, it's highly discouraged. Like it's not it's not safe. I've been telling I've been telling every Californian I meet, hey, you know Texans don't make lefts on greens. Well, you're wrong because I've seen more Texans die making a left turn on green <laughs> than Texans that haven't made a left turn on green. <laughs> well, maybe that's why. Maybe they just maybe it's dangerous. That's the thing is our owns are so wide. Usually your turn lane protrudes far enough into like the oncoming lane. Like you can see if it's clear, you go. We even have signs all over the place that say left turn yield on green or you get if you get a green arrow that means that the turn is protected and you don't have anybody coming at you but even then dude i watched two semi trucks run a red light while i had a green arrow literally yesterday so what do we think it is maybe it's a mormon thing mormons don't make lefts on greens i'll yeah, I'm gonna that blame around. that on religion for sure <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> all of it <laughs> <laughs> just the whole thing yeah that brings me to my last thing my last uh driving thing when you're driving on the road and you see a license plate of an out-of-state thing, what do you think? What's what's the worst one to see? What's the worst <laughs> out-of-state plate? Oh, Jason has a strong opinion on this. Louisiana. And why is that? I, Dude, I, people who come from Louisiana, no offense. I don't know what it is. Their roads are so shitty out there that I think they're used to driving slow on their shitty roads. And then they come out here and they have these smooth roads and they drive either they stay at their slow ass speed limit and they won't get out of the way or they're like, man, this road line and done built sure is smooth. And they go 146 <laughs> miles an hour and they don't know how to drive fast because they've never driven fast in their life. I cannot reiterate their roads are so bad. <laughs> Every time we drive to Florida and we go through Louisiana, the second you cross the border, all. <laughs> it's- <laughs> we're like, oh, we're in Louisiana. And then for the next two and a half hours, it's just pure butthole hell. Your ass <laughs> gets shaken to death. Your car has 16 new rattles by the time you leave their silly state. Just really fucking hates Louisiana. I was gonna I was gonna say a Texas, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't blame you. No, what do you We also don't know how to drive? You need oh my god, you need to defend yourself. <laughs> the only thing worse than a Texas driver is a Louisiana driver. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. Well, dude, I came out there and I drove for like 20 minutes. You're like, dude, you got to slow down. You have to slow down. Jason drives to Texas like all of his life. And then he comes up to California. He's like, we're going to go on the most iconic streets. We're going to go on San Susana Pass. We're going to take the 405 and a red Corvette. Jason's like booking like hundred miles an hour. I was like, Jason, these cops are like the ones in Midnight Club. They will have shotguns. Jason's like, you, <laughs> you got to relax, but And I was like, how the fuck did he not get a fucking ticket? You can relax, but I have a Texas driver's license. They'll understand. This wasn't a neon red Corvette no, going more miles per hour than I have my entire life. That's incriminating. I wasn't doing that. <laughs> no, sorry. This was a different Jason, but I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> 
but I actually, I don't hate Texan drivers. I was going to say that uh, I recall two distinct times Texans like just waited for like it to turn red and then the next cycle that'll get a green arrow. I think you were sitting behind a bunch of Mormons, honestly. Yeah, those Mormon, those Texan Mormon drivers and their left green arrows. Ah, God, can't stand them. That's a, that's a stereotype I'm willing to spread. <laughs> Fun fact about Mormons, they don't make left on green lights. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll sit there the entire time like it's red. Yeah, if you were trying to fight a Mormon and you got your fisty cups up, you're like, wow, what are you waiting for, a green arrow? And they're like, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> don't make fun of my religion. <laughs> God. Have you ever spread a rumor? <laughs> Only about you. Yeah, what was it, bitch? Remember that time that Curtis punched a kid out of his wheelchair and knocked his... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically a long time ago in, in elementary school, we had this funny little thing where we thought, they're like, oh my God, like if if I kind of wave my hand in front of you, like I smack you, but I, I don't connect. Like I'm like far away. I just kind of wave my hand in front of your face. And then you, since you're in on it, you clap and you whip your head. So it looks like I smacked you. And me and Jason would do this all the fucking time. It was our thing. Like, dude, let's, let's like have a slap fight. Dude, we thought we were the coolest kids. Dude, I know people like, they probably think we're having a fight and we're like taking turns smacking each other, waiting in line for lunch. And then one time our friend Raymond was there and he, and he had glasses <laughs> at the time. And he had glasses on at the time he's like show me how to do that and i was like okay so like you you i'm gonna wave my hand i'm kind of like if you're like a three two one i'm gonna wave my hand and then you're gonna clap and then like the lunchroom is like loud as hell in there and then he's like okay i'm ready and i was like okay three two mm, and i wave my hand he claps like a like a fucking hulk smash Push! <laughs> the whole fucking audience goes quiet he's so quiet that you can hear his glasses fly off his face and go across the room everyone's like oh my god and then i was like this was a bad idea and then by the time my own story got back to me jason's whisper in my ear he's like hey i heard you punched a kid in a wheelchair in for lunch and i'm like you were there so so when i told jason hey we should make a storytelling podcast like you gotta tell that story about that time you beat the shit out of that crippled kid <laughs> dude i so vividly remember him whipping his head and just watching his glasses fly across that gloss white floor just and i'm like the only thing that could have made that more cinematic was if they slid up to the feet of the principal and like he took your ass away to kid prison <laughs> The one thing I remember, he whipped his head so fucking hard. He had tight curls in his hair. And when he was like whipping like max whip, his hair was like straight as hell and like almost like a foot off his head. That's how hard he whipped his head. He sold it. Yeah, he definitely sold it. I thought you slapped the shit out of him. <laughs> to this day, I still think that. You were in the prime thing. You were right over my shoulder. You had the prime camera angle. Do you remember like that's what we did before we did visual effects? Like we're like, oh, let's make like an action movie. And our action movie was like, let's run over to the playground. I smack you. Oh, no, I run away. Oh, you smacked me. Dude, I would kill to find that Windows Movie Maker file. Oh my God, dude. That was, those were the best times. Why did we stop? Why did we start using all this CGI in our stuff and all this compositing? Yeah, we made everything so complicated. We just could have slapped the shit out of each other and probably been <laughs> famous. I know. Before we forget, I have something I really wanted to say. I was clearing out my Google Drive because yeah. like I only have like a hundred gigabytes and like I was at like 90 or something like that. So I'm like, oh shit, like I got to like, I have like, 
every time you need to jot something down, I open up like a, just a random Google doc, whatever, type in like three words and delete it. And I was plowing through these and I got through like 20 of them before I realized, I'm like, these things are like three kilobytes each. This isn't doing any damage. And I was like, oh, I have two movies. I have the entirety <laughs> of Shaolin, Sha- Shaolin Soccer on there and Pink Floyd's The Wall. And I'm like, these are each like five Bruh. gigabytes. These are probably what's eating it up. Yeah. Before I made that realization, I was plowing through um, a bunch of my old school projects. Oh, that's Dude, the like, best. Uh, and these are like, uh, I took a writing class and here's the coolest thing. I love this teacher. I have so much stories. One of the greatest professors I've ever had because I think one just because they liked me because I got along with them and because there was a shitty student that they like want to hear a quick little story actually. Yeah. Okay. So it's a writing class. Okay. It's called multimedia writing. We're writing for a different, it's like one, this is like a film school. Uh, it's CSUN. I've said it before. I'm a, I go to CSUN, California State University, Northridge. I went there in California, a lot of film stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So we don't just have one film class. This is like we have a screenwriting for multimedia things across different uh, platforms. It's for like, oh, how to write a script for a podcast, mm-hmm. how to write a script for a commercial, how to write a script for, uh, I don't know, fucking movie. Uh, we actually really rarely touched on movie because that's like, you know, you have like five other classes dedicated to that. Yeah. But this one guy didn't get the fucking like memo or whatever. So our first project, we had to do a for, uh, for a podcast, right? And it was like, uh, not like this kind of podcast. It was like a scripted one. And I wrote the Greatest fucking story ever. Like I was, I'm still big into astronomy. So I have a really cool plot for you. If someone, if someone out there wants a sci-fi movie, I have a really cool uh, plot for you. I love it. <laughs> so, uh, so we had to present them and uh, we had to turn them in or you could offer to present them or like 1% of every, every group had to present. I don't know. There was people had to present. Yeah. I didn't though. I turned mine in and I was really proud of it. And I'll tell you what the plot was later. But this guy goes up. And uh, other people are bringing like their passion projects. People are putting like their whole fucking pussies in this thing. And they're going like, oh, this is this is like a real project I care about. This is a story that actually happened to me. These are, you know, a story. Uh, this is a mystery that I took a lot of time with. I've been workshopping all these things. This guy goes up there and he's like, I like to read the script for my podcast. And then she's like, oh, hey, please go. And he goes like, uh, what is that? It's a recording device. Uh, a recording device for what? This is for my stupid fucking writing class. What What's this guy do with writing? Oh, we had to write a script for a podcast. So I thought it'd be funny if I just record myself and write it down. That's so funny. What do you want for dinner? I think we should go get Taco Bell. Oh, that's pretty cool. This goes on for like three minutes. It just like being a fucking, the most like dickish oh thing God, ever. He, and the thing right. he's all like, my teacher's stupid. My teacher doesn't know what they're doing. And he thought like we were going to be like, oh, he got you. And like halfway through the teacher's like, just sit down. And he's like, but, but I'm not done. And like, you could tell when he wrote it down, he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to be singing. I'm going to be fucking saying this so ballsy. Like my teacher's stupid. But he read it like, my, my teacher's like dumb. <laughs> yeah. And like, I, I hate this class. And like, yeah. And teacher's like, teacher's like, professor's like, why don't you just sit down, bud? And he sits down and then she's like, anyway, and then we move on and uh, everyone after class is like berating the guy. I remember I went with my friend group and they're like, fuck that dude. Everyone's like, what the fuck? And I was like, guys, he's right fucking. They're like, I don't fucking care. Fuck that dude. Everyone's shitting on this dude. <laughs> he did not make any friends. He thought that was gonna be a baller move. Everyone fucking relentlessly shit on him. Good. That guy was a dick. And I remember after that, after that semester ended, he wrote a terrible rate by professor and he emailed the dean being like, this is a bad teacher. Teacher emailed uh, all of us being like, hey, can you guys do me a favor and like, just help me out. Like I know this is a professional. Can you guys just put a nice write, uh, write my professor and tell the dean? So like ninety percent of the class sends in. This is actually a really good professor. And then there's only one thing that's like, fuck this teacher. She's unfair. She's evil. Whatever. Because he didn't do any time. Fuck that guy. Anyway, sorry. I think about that a lot. But my script. You ready for this? This was a script. Uh, I'm not gonna read the whole thing because it's cringe. But the general plot. I was big in astronomy. Okay, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Jason, what's the greatest ZZ Top song? 
Ooh. What's the one that goes, aha, aha, aha. Lagrange, that's what I was thinking of. Perfect, because I can't pronounce that word. There you go. So you said it. So Lagrange. in space, there are things called Lagrange points. I'm not even kidding. They're spelled the exact same way. I hope <laughs> it's the same way you pronounce it. In space, there are things called Lagrange points, and they are a point in space between two large masses where something could uh, easily stay in that area. So uh, like you have the sun and then you have the earth and you know obviously the earth orbits the sun and uh, there are things you could put in in between these kind of things. I can't explain it. Basically, you know how we have the ISS and it's like the International Space Station it orbits earth. Mm-hmm. Well, it actually costs like, I think my research said like 20,000 uh, pounds of fuel every year to keep it in space because it's not perfectly balanced. It's just you know, ever, ever so slowly falling towards Earth and we sh- we shoot it back up a little bit, ever so slowly mm. falling towards Earth. Sh- so these aren't that. These are points in space like far out there. Like like uh, two of them are where Earth will be in two months and where Earth was two months ago. But the coolest one that my, my movie, re- my plot revolved around was in space, you can perfectly balance something exactly where Earth was and will be in six months on the exact opposite side of the sun. Mm. So my plot for the movie was these people are going to go set up a satellite. It, like, it was like Jeff Bezos' son or something like that. He went to space at the time. Uh, they're they're flying to this Lagrange point to go set up a satellite because that's more fuel efficient than the ISS or whatever. Yeah. But as they're like eclipsing the sun, they see another planet that's been there the whole time. Oh, shit. Dude. Well, that's a good fucking <laughs> plot, dude. Bro, I never thought about there being another planet on the other side of the sun. How would we know? <laughs> How we, well, we actually know we, we've sent out like space shuttles. We've, we've taken selfies of earth by sending out space shuttles. We know. Yeah, but we would. in this universe, we don't know. Oh shit. Wait, I got two more. Hold on. This, okay. This one's really short. Basically the story, two burglars are going door to door through the neighborhood, looking for an empty home. Nobody suspects them though, because they disguise themselves as Mormon missionaries. Once they discover a house with nobody home, they put on ski masks and break in. They begin <laughs> stuffing everything they can into their backpacks. Unbeknownst to them, Real Mormon missionaries show up and save the day. <laughs> they get destroyed in a fight, but they stalled the burglars long enough for the cops to show up. Oh my that God. Was, wouldn't that be a fucking good movie? Okay, so I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm a master writer. And here's how I come up with my things. But I genuinely think of like the funniest image I can. And then I work up how that would make sense. And the image was like two Mormon missionaries walking up their bikes. They park them and then they knock on the door. When no one answers, they look at each other, just put on ski mask and kick it in. Like, that's a funny image. The second yeah. image I had in my head was the the later on where two Mormons are riding on their bikes and they they pull up to a house and there's already two bikes on the lawn and they look at each other like, what's going on here? <laughs> I was like, that's a fucking, I don't know. I, I like visual jokes. I thought it'd be funny. We should make that. We'll go clean shave and we'll play the the Mormons. <gasps> I've always wanted to play a Mormon. Having Mormon cousins growing up really does shape my identity, I think. You ever have any movie ideas? No. Well, thanks for listening to Bird Bones. Uh, why you got your phone in your hand and you're giving us a four or five star review, depending on how much you like that opening poem. Jason also would like to share his song of the week for you. So my song of the week is going to be by a band that I just found recently. They're called Annabelle Chairlegs. That's the greatest name I've ever heard. So this song is called Candy Apple Red. I think it's their most popular song. It's the first song I heard and I was like, this is weird. I love it. You can find that as well as all of our other recommendations on our Spotify playlist, Bird Bones Bangers. When did the cawing start? Have we done that from episode one? I don't know. It just sounds so natural to say Bird Bones Bangers.